0: He is a ruthless criminal who doesn't care about others and has no humanity. He attacked a crowd of pedestrians on a busy Japanese street with a truck and a knife. Within 10 minutes, Keito killed 7 people and injured more than 10 others. Welcome back to our channel. In 2008, a serial murder case happened in the city of Tokyo, Japan. The culprit is Tomohiro Keito. The brutality of this case shocked both Japan and the world. The horrifying images of young men and women being attacked, stabbed and killed by Kato on the streets of Tokyo have caused panic and panic among people. The case has been billed as one of the most brutal attacks in Japanese history and has raised many questions about Kato's mental state and the country's security status. Take a deep breath and walk with us through the door of darkness. We will discuss the mysteries behind Tomohiro Kato's barbaric and infuriating crime. Personally speaking, this has made it possible for me to read true crime news items that were locked behind a certain country. This was an obstacle that needed to be overcome in order for me to be able to share internet national crime instances with all of you. Japan has left its imprint on the world thanks to its culture, its relationship to nature, and, of course, its food. It is one of the most popular places in the world to go on vacation. Also, a fun fact. Did you know that in Tokyo, you would never have to go more than 12 meters on average in order to find a vending machine? That ensures that a snack and, of course, a cup of coffee, are never more than a minute away from you at any given time. But today's investigation brings us to Aomori, which is located to the north of the active capital of Japan. On the northern coast of Japan's main island, Honshu, you'll find the city of Aomori, which serves as the prefecture's capital and is also the name of the prefecture. Aomori Prefecture, along with the majority of the other northern areas of Japan, is mostly dependent on primary sector sectors such as agriculture, forestry, and fishing. However, the city's economy is mostly focused on manufacturing and the service sector. It was in 1982. Tomohiro Kato came into the world on the 28th day of the month of September, which is the month of September. Both he and his younger brother Yuji were raised in a home that was adequate in size and was located in the outer suburbs of Al-Mori. Both of his parents, one of whom was in top management at a financial institution, wanted nothing but the very best for their children and did everything they could to help them achieve it. This was indeed the situation when Tomohiro was in his preschool and early elementary years. His academic performance was praised as outstanding when he was still in elementary school, and he soon ascended through the athletic ranks to become one of the most accomplished competitors at the institution. And even when he was a little boy, Tomohiro had a reputation for being happy, active, and brilliant. Even though he had a short fuse, he put in his absolute maximum effort in all of his classes. When he transferred to Sekuda Junior High School, he continued to have the same level of achievement, positioned on the Al Mori building's eastern wing. While he was there, he maintained great grades, and when he moved on to middle school, he would eventually become president of the tennis club there as well. However, in the middle of his adolescent years, signs of pressure from his parents began to emerge. Tomohiro started to lose his grip on them on a more consistent basis, and he came home in the evenings only very infrequently. Allegedly, during the entirety of his formative years, both of his parents exerted a great deal of pressure on both of their children, him and his brother specifically, to do very well in their academic pursuits. It wasn't just the kind of general strictness that you would expect from your parents. In fact, there was more to it than that. Unfortunately, the situation was far worse. If his schoolwork contained even a single misspelled word or character, his mother would rip up the sheet and demand that he do the assignment again from the beginning. And according to the allegations, her aggressive behavior extended beyond just this one aspect. When compared to the rest of the world, The Japanese style of work-life culture is, to say the least, rather unusual and unusually skewed. Although the standard hours of work for a salaried worker are typically from 9 in the morning to 6 in the evening, many employees have a tendency to remain in the office until much later, frequently staying there until 10 o'clock at night. It is not out of the ordinary to find people putting in more than 80 hours of work in a single week. In fact, this is the primary reason why there are capsule hotels in Japan in the first place, so that workers can get some sleep in the middle of the city between shifts without having to worry about making the trip back home. That responsibility fell on the mother in many conventional households, who was also the primary caregiver for the children. And things were exactly the same for the family that raised cattle. If Tomohiro wasn't quick enough to finish his meal, his mother would toss it on the floor and force him to teeter off the carpet if he didn't eat it right away. This happened on more than one occasion. And if he wasn't able to repeat his multiplication tables quickly enough, his mother would submerge his head in the bathtub which would always leave the poor child with a traumatic experience. Another unfortunate turn of events occurred in Tom Heer's life in 1997, when he was 15 years old. He enrolled in Talmor High School, which is widely regarded as one of the most prestigious institutions in the Al Mori Prefecture. And from a sociological point of view, He was ostracized by his fellow students for the very first time in his life and he frequently found himself the focus of attention when it came to bullying and name-calling. In addition, he was not performing very well academically. His academic rating fell all the way to 300 out of a total of 360 students in the class. Unfortunately. It appeared that his reputation from Elroy High School would continue to follow him. Tomohiro was called a labyrinth by one of his classmates who was in the same class. When I heard that he used to wander around school with a knife, that was when the conflicts and strictness at home truly became an issue. He gave off the sensation of being all alone, and I heard that he used to do that. Begrudgingly, Residents in the surrounding neighborhood recalled a time when Tomohiro's parents made him brave the bitter cold of Japan's winter by making him stand outside for long periods of time. Tomohiro put up his best effort throughout his final three years of high school, but he was unable to raise his grades. his academic performance and participation in extracurricular activities, according to the assessment of one of his instructors were not particularly noteworthy. In reality, he wasn't much better than an average student. And the final nail in the coffin for Tahira's education was driven early in the year 2000 when he failed his admission examinations to enroll in Takaido University. This effectively ended Tahira's chances of receiving a higher education. Tomohiro's mother made the decision a long time ago that he would attend this institution in order for him to become an engineer who is known professionally. And Tomohiro himself had aspirations of becoming an automobile design engineer. But with this new conclusion, it no longer seemed plausible that this would happen. When she found out, his mother was going to be sure to let him know how disappointed she was in him. Tomohiro would give the test he had previously failed a second time the following year, but his performance did not improve. Tomohiro's attempts to enter university were unsuccessful, and as he descended deeper into his own world of melancholy, self-loathing, and contempt, he became furious not just at himself, but also at his mother. And in the end, civilization appeared in what appeared to be an earlier lifetime he used to excel in the classroom be active in sports and have many friends but none of those things are true of him now a subtle change came about in the way the family interacted with one another in the past his mother would put an excessive amount of pressure and at times fury on her elder son these days however she seems to treat him with absolutely no concern at all. Yuji, Tomohiro's younger brother, seemed to become the center of attention, and Tomohiro was left to fend for himself when it came to dealing with his own personal failures. At the end, he went on to enroll at Tanaka Nehan Automotive College with the goal of eventually becoming a mechanic for automobiles. If it turned out that he was unable to become a design engineer, there was always the possibility that he might begin his career in the garage at a lesser level. In April 2005, Tomohiro was able to secure some employment at last. It happened in a truck plant in the Saitama Prefecture, which is part of the Greater Tokyo Metropolitan Region. This was Rihanna's father's last chance to go out on his own and possibly win the approval of Rihanna's mother. However, Tokyo is a very expensive city, making it difficult for a technician to find an affordable home to live in. And over the course of time, his funds steadily eroded rather than increasing. In the meantime, it appeared as though his parents didn't care all that much either tomohiro had a new low point in his life in 2006 tomohiro was at his wits end because he was deeply in debt without any sense of self-worth or any significant direction in life and under the false impression that his family had given up on him he climbed into the driver's seat of his automobile in the wee hours of one spring night aimed it at a wall and then tried to end his own life by driving into the wall by crashing into it. This occurred in the late hours of the night. Yu, Tamahiro, though, survived to fight another day. In fact, he emerged from the collision relatively in suffering just a little concussion and a few superficial wounds. And not long after that, it seemed like things were turning around for him as well. When the summer comes to a close, Kento Motor Industry was the firm that made contact with his agency in order to make the employment offer. And just a few weeks after the accident, Tomohiro had already found a job in Susano City, where he was earning a little more comfortably at 200,000 yen per month. Tomohiro has a reputation for being a trustworthy worker. Although he didn't interact much with his co-workers, he did have a positive attitude toward his profession. Because of this, after he had worked there for a year, his employment agreement was extended for an additional year so that he could continue working there. Tomohiro was known to be calm and collected when at work. Yet, once he left the garage, he became even more reserved turned in with and seldom interacted with other people. In fact, he had absolutely no friends. At that time, the only way for him to communicate with anyone outside of his immediate circle was through an internet bulletin board. And here, for the most part, he would keep his anonymity, griping about society and lamenting the absence of companionship in his life. His primary interests consisted of lounging around the house and watching anime. There is nothing inherently wrong with it, but all he did with himself was that. He would spend hours drawing, was very occasionally spotted outside of his residences, and had very little to say about anything that wasn't related to anime. People who knew Tomohiro outside of work would characterize him as quick-tempered, hostile, and reclusive. This is how they would describe him, and they were absolutely correct. He has a terrible track record of dropping calls. He was dissatisfied with the way his life was going. He had no sense of purpose or direction, no money, no one to share his life with, and no relatives or friends he could confide in. And it appeared that members of the message boards that he visited would frequently abuse and harass Tomohiro online. Even at the place he considered his haven, he was unable to escape the tension or abuse. And the situation would get much more dire. Tom Hira felt emotionally precarious about the whole situation in June of 2008 when he learned that Canto Motor Industry was planning to cut the number of temporary workers it employed from 200 to 50. The news had just come to light. Not only did he rely on his profession to keep himself afloat, but the rental agency that he worked for also provided the one-bedroom apartment that he was living in at the time. When he got to work on June 5th, he discovered that his work outfit had been taken from his locker. It's strange that anything like this has never happened before. But then, when he thought back to the company's recent statement on redundancies, the only thing that came to mind was that the reason his uniform was gone was because he had been fired from his job. Tomohiro had been so enraged that he had slammed the door to his locker, yelled at his classmates, and demanded that they give him back his clothing. Those co-workers went in search of their boss, but by the time they got back, Tomohiro was already gone. He never went back to his old job, never later in the day or the following day. Instead, he spoke with others through online communications. I don't have a single buddy, and it doesn't look like that will ever change. Because I am unattractive. people will avoid me in the future. If I had a partner, I wouldn't have quit my job so recently and I wouldn't be so dependent on my mobile phone. A person who is full of optimism could never comprehend this. I'm not even worth as much as trash, because at least trash can be recycled. It seems like the moment Tomohiro freaked out at work, something deep within him finally gave way. After losing his temper in a manner that was neither healthy or natural nor justified on the afternoon of June 6, Tomohiro made the decision to go to a weapon protection store, where he purchased six daggers, leather gloves, and special batons for a total price of 35,000 yen. In the morning of the following day, June 8, he boarded the local Shinkansen and traveled to Aki Harbor in Tokyo where he sold his personal goods, including his personal computer. Akihabara, which may be found in the middle of Tokyo, is a fascinating district. It was once known as the Black Mark, but after the end of World War II, it became more commonly known as Electric City, and it is also referred to as the Mecca of Atticus across the world. This change occurred in Japan after the war. An attack is a person who is infatuated with the world of anime and is typically portrayed as an introverted and alone individual. Something that the majority of people would use to describe Tomohiro. Bringing all of the pieces together. As a result of a significant amount of external influence, a.k.a. harbor has developed into the contemporary hub of popular Japanese culture. It is also a major retail district for video games, anime and manga and it has transformed arcades and cafes into a utopia for many people. To everyone's utter astonishment, Tomohiro's presence here was not for the purpose of having a good time. In fact, the opposite is true. After he had gained some money from the sale of his computer and other personal belongings, he used that cash to hire a moving truck under the pretense that he was going to use it to relocate everything out of his house. However, Tomohiro was nearly 160 kilometers, about 100 miles, from his home while he was in A.K.A. and he had not mentioned any intentions of leaving in the past. In the wee hours of the next morning, he published a number of messages on the internet, Raveness made a pessimistic prognosis. I'm used to portraying the part of a morally upstanding individual. Everyone can be fooled with relative ease. Do you believe that I am unable to make friends? Now is the appropriate time. Let's go. It would appear that my headache will be giving me some trouble. What an awful downpour that was. In spite of the fact that I meticulously plan everything leading up to Kanagawa and am currently relaxing, everything seems to be going swimmingly right now. Awful jam. When do you expect me to arrive? Isn't it the day when pedestrians get the run of the place? Barely minutes remaining now. Barely 48 minutes after his previous communication at 12.33 p.m. Tomohiro Keito went to a crossing in Akahabo on July, and after disregarding a red light, he rushed through it and barraged his five-ton truck into a throng, hitting five people along the way. Keito was arrested and charged with five counts of vehicular manslaughter. Since it was a Sunday, the traffic on Kodori had been stopped for the day, which made it possible for pedestrians to use the whole roadway. A crowd of terrified onlookers got together to assist the victims who had been struck. Because of their lack of information, they made the assumption that this was an automobile accident. However, to our dismay, there was more. Tomohiro then jumped out of his truck, brandished a knife, and began viciously hitting anybody who was within reach of him. He started screaming at people at random making no distinction between their ages or social standings. And when he finally got the willies, he bolted out of there, dashing into the alleyway that was close by. Tomohiro Keito was going towards the scene of the event when he was confronted by a police officer who was on duty in the neighborhood and arrived as soon as he heard the noise. The officer drew his baton and struck Tomohiro over the head with it as he was running towards the scene. Since the suspect didn't make much of an effort to react, the officer decided to draw his gun instead. This, at long last, prompted a response from them. Tomohiro let go of the knife, and in the space of just two minutes after the initial attack, The officer and several other pedestrians were able to take him down and handcuff him before handing him over to the police. He ordered over 17 ambulances to arrive at the location, but unfortunately, five of those victims who were at the mercy of Tomohiro Kato fell into cardiac arrest on the spot. This caused a great deal of heartbreak. Initially, it was reported that two people had died as a result of the attack. However, by the end of that day, the number of fatalities had increased to seven. It was eventually concluded, based on the findings of the autopsies, that three of the victims had died as a consequence of being struck by the vehicle, while the other four had died as a result of being brutally stabbed. Tomohiro was essentially forced to acknowledge his guilt from the very beginning due to the fact that he was captured in the act when literally hundreds of cameras were all around him. Additionally, he was extremely forthright about his reasons, of which there were three. The first reason was that he had a deep-seated contempt for both himself and his wealth. Around the time he was a senior in high school, He went from being a popular and intelligent youngster to seemingly having no luck at all. He had the impression that his life was heading in the wrong direction and that it would never amount to anything significant. And despite the fact that he disclosed the fact that his mother was violent and provided him with a limited amount of the love and acceptance that he desired, he did not hold her responsible for his conduct. The moment that he became convinced that he had been fired from his work at Canto Motor Industry was the turning point for his first motive. He wouldn't have a job, a place to live, or any money if that happened. However, it was later revealed by the corporation that he was never actually terminated from his position. He had only made an inaccurate assumption. The next reason for his activities was due to the fact that he did not have someone to accompany him. In his environment, he experienced feelings of being icy, unattractive, and alienated from others. And according to him, none of this would have ever taken place if he had had a partner to accompany him everywhere he went. The third and last reason is that he harbored resentment toward the social message board as a result of his experience there. He had been brought to his knees over the course of time by users who remained unknown. And as a result of the harassment, his animosity escalated to the point that he could no longer control it and it became something that needed to be paid back. In a nutshell, to review, when questioned by police officers, He stated that he did it to display his retribution to all those who had wronged him and to release the hatred and anger that had been building up inside of him. In the past, he had the intention of teaching other people who participated in his online forum that their acts do have the potential to have consequences. To put it plainly. He took the lives of innocent individuals for no other reason than to demonstrate a point to those who had made fun of him. The case of Tomohiro Keito made headlines throughout the world, and it sent shockwaves across the country of Japan, which was formerly generally seen as a culture free from violent crime. Tomohiro Keito was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison. In addition, There were repercussions for the economy as a result of this case. The Tokyo Metropolitan Public Safety Commission has declared that the practice of closing Kodori to traffic on Sundays and holidays, which has been going on for the past 35 years, is going to be officially halted until the safety measures are reviewed and video game company Konami decided against holding three forthcoming launch events in Tokyo because it was concerned about the safety of its customers. The media also weighed in on the controversy, stating that the attack conducted by Tomohiro was only one of numerous such incidents that showed a growing pandemic. This is an act of wrath that is committed by fringe youth and assailants as a response to their antisocial behavior. And after the discovery of Tomohiro's texts, many began to view his acts and hatred as another instance of someone who was a Hikikomori. A Hikikomori is a person who completely withdraws from society and suffers from severe isolation and confinement. Some of the texts disclosed his intentions to first carry out the attack by driving a vehicle and then to continue it on foot while armed with a knife. Because he intended to cause the greatest number of casualties possible, he waited until midday, when Kodori was closed to traffic, before beginning the assault on the neighborhood. As a result of Tomohiro's horrendous deeds, his parents have issued an official statement of regret to those he has harmed. They did this while being questioned on air by a popular show in Japan, and it was shown live on television. And not much later than that, His father, who worked at the bank and had a prominent position there, was pressured into taking early retirement. The strain that he was put under by his co-workers was simply too much for him to bear. Shortly after that, threatening and harassing calls were made to their house in Al Mori, which ultimately led to the two of them cutting their own telephone line. Even though Tomohiro himself was helpful throughout his investigation, many people were shocked and disgusted to find out that he did not apologize in any way for his actions. Despite this, he did acknowledge that he posted the messages in advance of the crime in the expectation that law enforcement would see them and stop him from doing the crime. The defense attorneys for Tomohiro contended in the lead-up to his trial that their client had, quote, mental problems that prevented him from grasping the actual scope of the consequences of his acts. However, in addition to Tomohiro's own admission, health officials who performed an investigation into his mental condition at the time of his crimes determined that he was fully aware of and accountable for his own acts. They came to this conclusion after reviewing his mental state during the time of his crimes. The prosecutors accused him of doing the devil's work, which they, in turn, concluded he was doing. Tomohiro Keito was formally found guilty on seven counts of murder on March 24, 2011, and as a consequence, he was condemned to death by Tokyo's High Court. Kato's execution was scheduled for April 1. He is currently being held in custody as he awaits his punishment. Not only did Tomohiro's activities have a tremendous effect on those who were directly affected by them, but also on those who were close to him in his latter years. Yuji Keito, his younger brother, committed suicide in February of 2014, leaving just six years until the anniversary of the Akihabara tragedy. Yuji, who could not cope well with the consequences, very quickly fell into depression and chose to leave his work rather than continue living the once joyous life he had been leading. After that, he found himself the center of attention in the media. And despite the fact that the media attention given to his brother's case lessened over the course of time, it was never truly resolved, and he never ceased feeling guilty and remorseful for his brother's acts. Between 2008 and 2013, he worked at a number of different occupations simultaneously. But ever since it was discovered that he was Kate O's younger brother, he had the impression that others saw him in a different way. Yuji wrote in a memoir that he left behind that his brother had told him that he was a copy of their mother. According to that law, if my brother is copy number one, then I am copy number two. Yuji's words were included in the memoir, and I've come to realize that I also share that same quality with my brother. It seemed inevitable that Tomohiro's parents would experience the same fate as their son. His mother, who had finally divorced his father, was sent to a psychiatric hospital after the breakup of their marriage. Even to this day, she is still there, and ever since that time, She hasn't been exactly the same. Vague and his father still reside in the same house, but his father is rarely seen because he is the only member of the family who is still active in day-to-day life. And when he is, he will not discuss or provide his viewpoint under any circumstances. He only genuflects in complete stillness. And the lights are never turned on in the Kato family when it's night time. Instead, one can see what appear to be little flames through the glass. The man who lived in peace and was illuminated only by canned light from the moment when the clock struck 12.33 p.m. On June 8, 2008, seven families and hundreds of friends had their lives irrevocably altered in an accident. Katsuhiko Nakamura was a dentist in his 74th year when his life was cut short, as he was enjoying lunch with his wife and son. The incident occurred in Japan. And Tomohiro's sole female victim was Mai Muto, a 21-year-old student at Tokyo University majoring in the arts. Mai Muto was Tomohiro's only victim. When she ran into her aunt, she was on her way to a job that she had half-time. And despite the fact that not much information is known about the other five victims, Hazanori Fujinō, Kazuhiro Koiwa, Naoki Miyamoto, and Mitsuru Matsui all met their deaths at the hands of Tomohiro Keito, leaving a vacuum in the hearts of many people all around. Speaking about this tragic situation is really upsetting. And to add to the misery, There is the innate terror that all of us experience when we comprehend that this assault was carried out for no discernible reason. Just seven folks going about their business without any prior warning or indication that anything untoward was about to happen. Something that a depraved person's perverted actions couldn't stop from happening all by itself. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We appreciate you taking the time to be here and share your thoughts with us. If you found this case to be interesting or if you learned something new, please consider giving us a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel if you haven't already. Now, let's dive into the circumstances surrounding Tomohiro's case. Although he committed monstrous acts, do you think that his family and upbringing played a significant role in his behavior? We would love to hear your thoughts on this in the comments section below. As always, we will be eagerly awaiting your return for the next episode. In the meantime, let's all remember to look out for one another. Goodbye.